Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Second order of business, Jeff Passan is ESPN's MLB insider. He's their version of Adam Schefter or Adrian Wojnarowski, hopefully without the ethical concerns of Woj. And I I, I think Jeff Passan does a really good job, actually. So he was tweeting on Tuesday night. Uh, the Astros were, were playing and Justin Verlander was pitching. And Jeff Passan, I guess, is good friends with Ben Verlander, who, as you might suspect, is Justin Verlander's younger brother. And he works covering baseball as well on the national media scene. And him and Passan, as I mentioned, are friendly. They went back and forth about Verlander Tuesday night. Passan was chiding Ben Verlander. So then he replies, grab a step stool and say it to my face, Jeffy boy. Because Jeff Passan's five foot nine. And then Passan <laughs> says this to Ben Verlander in reference to his constant praise of Shohei Otani. When you're talking about Shohei, you're usually on your knees, though, right? (laughs) He said, and then Ben Verlander came back and said, when you're asking me for help getting just an interview, you usually are, too. Huh. So, clearly, that's just two guys, two bros, two friends, joking around on Twitter. But that phrase, looks like you're on your knees, implies that, they're performing gay sex, and that performing gay sex is weak. It's something to make fun of, etc. It's that casual homophobia that I just talked about. So Passon deleted the tweet and then tweeted out an apology that got more attention than I think his original tweet would have received. Quote, I crossed the line and that was hurtful to many. I deleted the tweet and sincerely apologize. Though Ben and I have known one another for a while and often joke on Twitter, it's no excuse for my mistake. I will be better and learn from it. Again, this is an example of rather being safe than sorry. You go back to ESPN, a Disney franchise. I'm sure they would prefer that their top MLB insider not uh, make casually homophobic jokes on social media, even if it is with a good friend and it is totally harmless. I can understand that. And this is passing and his bosses probably saying, yeah, let's just delete, apologize, move on. And it's already gone away. But this is indicative of a larger point. Twitter is awful. (laughs) I mean, I'm a gay man, and 
don't, you know, that tweet happens. It's two guys joking around. I think Jeff Passan is on, is, is a good reporter. He's on the, our side of these issues. Uh, I, you know, I'm letting that go, but a lot of people wouldn't. And Passan deletes it, apologizes. And I bet you that going forward, Jeff Passan will never joke on Twitter again. I mean, maybe he will, but it'll be really obvious and purely in a baseball context. If he wants to joke around with his pal, Ben Verlander, they're taking that offline. They're texting, they're DMing, they're not tweeting it for their you know, hundreds of thousands of followers to see, uh, millions of followers to see. They're not doing that. Um, and you know, that's why no public figure should ever joke about anything on Twitter because the Twitter crowd just can't handle it. The risk far outweighs the reward. There really is no reward, frankly, just risk. So yeah, Twitter stinks. And this is another example of how any fun, any joking around, any friendly banter between friends uh, is best left far away from that cesspool of a platform. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus We may have some Mac Jones posturing going on in Foxborough. So I mentioned a couple weeks ago on the show, I definitely wrote about it, but I think I talked about it too, that Bill Belichick, just three days after Mac Jones left the field screaming in pain against the Ravens due to his severe high ankle sprain, he said that Mac, quote, is getting better day by day. And he also said that Mac Jones is a lot better than he was yesterday. Definitely getting better. Those are direct quotes from Bill Belichick, September 28th, just three days after this ankle injury. Okay, so Belichick was implying there on September 28th that Mac Jones was close to returning. Here we are two weeks later. Mac Jones did not play against the Packers. He did not start against the Lions. Will he start Sunday against the Browns? Well, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reports that Mac Jones actually could have played last week against Detroit and has a decent chance of playing this week. This is what he wrote on ESPN.com. Quote, Mac Jones is improving his chances to play this week against Cleveland. One source classified his chances as decent, but much depends on how the week of practice goes. And doctors will likely be involved in the decision. I'm told Jones has progressed each week and even made last week's decision to go with Bailey Zappi interesting. Hmm. Now, remember that before the Packers game even, we got a report from NFL Media's Mike Giardi that Mac Jones was telling teammates not to count him out against Green Bay. And now we have Jeremy Fowler reporting that Jones has progressed each week, 
And he had a decent chance of even playing against the Lions. Um, so what does this mean? What could this mean? Who's leaking this? I think it's coming from Mac Jones's camp. I think Mac Jones's camp wants the word out there that he is doing all he can to return and he wants to get back as quickly as possible. And if he's not on the field this Sunday against Cleveland, that's more on Bill and the coaches and not on Mac. Because of course, Mac Jones seeked second opinion. He did not go with the tightrope surgery that Jalen Hurts and Tua went with, the Alabama quarterbacks before him. Tua returned less than one month after this tightrope surgery, but then dislocated his hip just a couple weeks later. Mac Jones opted for rest and rehab. The Patriots, I think, were pushing for surgery. They let that known publicly at the time. A lot of reports said that this, oh, likely surgery. So you always have to pay attention to the wording of these things, where they're probably coming from. And that ESPN report, I think, is Mac Jones' camp pushing back and saying, oh, yeah, last week he could have played. And if he doesn't play this week, put that on the coaching staff, not on him. Well, speaking of Bill and the coaching staff on Wednesday, Belichick was opaque when talking to Mac Jones, only saying, we'll see. When asked if he could play this week against Cleveland, we'll see. Sounds a lot different than getting better day by day and a lot better than he was yesterday. Right? So what's going on there? Hmm. It's worth thinking about. All right. It's always worth talking to Trenny Kuznarek of NBC Sports Boston, a good friend of mine, a throwback to the old DEI days. Trenny is coming up to talk about Troy Aikman and a few other things. On the other side, it's a Sports Media Mayhem podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening.